Jesus Christ, you don't know the rules? Number one, you can never have sex. No, sex no, no. equals yes. death, okay? Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. And number three, never, ever, ever, under any circumstances say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. I'm getting another beer, you want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back! Oh! Come along, everyone! Step right up! Hey, guys. Welcome to House of a Thousand Horrors. Uh, my name is Riley. I'm here with my co-host, Jordan. Say hello, Jordan. Uh, that's my line. It's my line. Dude, I'm taking over for this bit, just Bro, for now. I got demoted to second demoted. chair, man. <laughs> just for this session, just for this episode. I don't know. I'm kind of dude, nervous, shivering in my boots, dude. I'm kind of stoked, though. I shined in the second chair, man. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty dope. I kept it warm for you. I kept it real sweaty. Well, what movie are we watching? Oh, I'm Host? so glad you asked, Jordan. Dude, the movie we were watching, uh, <laughs> ironically enough, is the movie right before the Terrifier, All Hallows Eve. Came out October 29th, 2013, three years before. You can watch this for free on Tubi. And the runtime of this movie was an hour and 23 minutes. And the tagline is... Do you want to take a guess, Jordan? Well, you already told me, but I couldn't find it. I already told it. you, but just pretend, <laughs> dude. Come on, cut that out. Uh, dude. Spooky, scary clowns. Ooh! So close, dude. It's come out and play. Sounds wow. really familiar, actually. Now that actually is very original and impressive. Wow. Yeah. How did they come up with that? You know, I. it must have been the white face in this movie. It's better than know. doing blackface, dude. Yeah. 2013, I would have believed it. 2013 is really progressive age for whitefacing. You know, so many people blackface, they had to change up the game. Well, actually, Tim Curry's <laughs> It would ha- like to have a word with you. He, uh, well, OG whiteface. <laughs> actually, Ronald McDonald. Hey, okay, dude, relax, all right? I'm You're coming up after all your LG. icons, dude. Dude, bringing up these eldritch icons over here way before both of our time. No one's safe. Anybody who did whiteface, I'm putting them on blast. Dude, stop. This is not the place nor the time. Dude, you got to take that shit to Twitter. You can't do that this episode. Come on, man. What's wrong with you? I'm afraid we're going to roast this movie, but I'm not so afraid because it's... Roast the- it? Oh, okay. Man, we wow. got, okay, we got some. Okay, we got some different opinions. I like that. So before we get wow. a little bit further, I want to talk about the synopsis. Wait, can uh, I just say one thing you. really quick, though? Just a little bes- behind the scenes for the listeners that Riley and I, like, I refuse to talk to him about the movie beforehand. So I have no idea what his thoughts are. That goes dude. for everything. I refuse to even mention it. Yeah, and I'm all, I'm all horn dog on him, dude. I, I keep waking him up at, like, 12 o'clock midnight. I'm like, dude, 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 remember this scene? Like, oh, dude, I'm so excited. Save and he's, for the he's fucking ghost in my ass. He's now like, I'm curious, though. Right. Now I'm genuinely curious. That's what you're I'm hearing. Actually, huh, yeah, I'm, I'm very surprised. Uh, you said something earlier, right before we started recording. You said shit show, and <laughs> my brow was definitely raised. I didn't know if that was a shitty pun. Oh, my God. No pun intended on that. Or if it was, like, something to come of your opinion about this movie. Yeah, I threw you a little breadcrumb. We'll see where I, it ends up. All right. All right. I'm interested. So, getting down to the synopsis of this movie, it starts... Beautiful and unsuspecting Sarah is looking forward to a quiet Halloween night at home with the two young teens she's babysitting. Then she discovers an unmarked old VHS videotape in one of the kids' candy bags. On the tape, a series of wildly outlandish tales of murder, torture, and unearthly mayhem, all somehow linked to a diabolical clown from hell. As each tale ratchets up the terror, bizarre phenomenon... Wait, 
Phenomena. Oh, phenomena. Thank you. And you're learning new <laughs> Phenomena words. begin to occur in the house as Sarah discovers that the grimacing white-faced clown... It's right there! Wow. That was a bit. I didn't even read this up until now. <laughs> white-faced clown on the video may be saving his most horrific All Hallows Eve treat just for her experience with this movie. Experience with this movie is the next thing we're going to talk about. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I love this. And no editing. Oh, I love this. That's pretty good, dude. That's going to get a pretty good bit in. Dude, what a weird synopsis, dude. Wow. No, no. Don't just brush over that, dude. Experience with <laughs> this movie. Did we experience this movie with her? Good segue. Well, speaking of experience, good ass segue. Oh. I want you to. I want you to start, Jordan. Oh, I'm dying. <laughs> I'm loving this. Um, <laughs> So yeah, what what see now I'm actually very curious though. Getting back to the doing well, but that was just a great line right there, dude. That's that almost topping <laughs> slick goose. Dude, you know what? I think we just topped that uh slick goose. Oh, uh, never forget. Never forget, dude. <laughs> September twenty seventh. Um I saw this movie last Halloween, maybe? Either one or two Hall I wanna say it was last Halloween, because I saw it with Terrifier. Which I probably didn't even mention with this with the Terrifier. The reason why I even saw it in the first place, I think, was because like it always pops up on like what are the most like legit scary movies and and those kind of lists like like Underground that's actually scary. And mm. I think just because it was tied to this, I saw it, but I got it confused with Trick or Treat, which I did really like. But I had like I thought scenes from Trick or Treat were associated with this movie. So I actually th- remember this movie being better than it was, but all those scenes I, that I remembered are all from Trick or Treat, not just some of them. Damn. So Is Trick or Treat the uh like the the kid in like the pumpkin mask and everything? Yeah. Okay, it's yeah, cuz I definitely heard of the name, but I don't think I've actually seen it fully. Oh, that's a good one. It's an anthology. Yeah, I was going to say it seems really really good. It's very Halloweeny too. It's a great Halloween movie. Okay, all right. But this one, for the eh. episodes. I mean, mm-hmm. not memorable. I know I watched it, but I almost feel like I didn't even finish it, but I know I did. I think I was just like kind of checked out, to be honest. Really? Yeah. I did remember the VHS part and the kids. But... Damn. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Care, care to ask me about my hot yeah. take, apparently, I mean, with this movie, dude? Is this your first time watching it? It is my first time watching it. Okay. Uh. And to be honest with you, I actually, I, I liked this movie uh, fairly well. Um, I watched it with my buddy Anthony. We were watching it together and uh, we were both kind of like, I already kind of knew of Art the Clown. So, you know, watching Terrifier before this movie, I was like keeping my expectations low. Not super low, but definitely low enough to be like, all right, we're probably not going to get enough Art the Clown like we did in Terrifier. And it's like, it might, you know, stem into something different. Like, it might be just a different narrative or whatever. Like, I wasn't really knowing what to expect. So, we were kind of on the same boat there. But, um, yeah, I thought what this movie did, although not necessarily original with, like... Well, I don't know. I feel like it's been done before with the whole, you know, multitude of, like, movie... Not references, but you know how they, like, transport between each different film? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like the whole narrative vessel of this movie. I liked that concept, even though it probably isn't the first time it's been done before. Yeah, um, I definitely noticed, though, 
some cheeky ass acting from <sighs> well, like, we'll get to Sarah, that. Yeah, Woo! Sarah the kids and stuff. I that was like a red flag for me. I'm like, are they doing this on purpose? Is this like the art behind this? Because I'm like, if they're trying to do like a parody of horror movies, and I'm like, then okay, works, I see what you're yeah. doing. But yeah, I I really liked this movie. Well, probably just because of like the performances of two very specific people, which I'll get into later. What was uh, Anthony's thoughts? He liked it too. He, yeah. To be fair, he liked it. Um, he was just kind of like, dude, uh, this is kind of like a fuck fest. And like, how so? And he's like, yeah, it's just crazy. And it's like, dude, there's so many times where I just wanted to be like, bitch, behind you, turn around. <laughs> the fuck are you doing? And uh, I'm like, yeah, I felt that too. And he's like. But I think he was trying to be nice, though, because he was just kind of like, yeah, it was good. Puts hands in pocket and shit. He's just like, yeah, it was an all right movie. Well, I kind of misremembered it, actually, because I think I might have even said it on the last episode, but I definitely feel like I said it mentioning it to you. I thought art was only in one segment, but he basically, this is, yeah, yeah, this is a an art movie still, like the whole thing. It, throughout. Yeah, essentially. Even the anthologies, which, okay, I'm sure we'll break all that down, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I... To be fair, well, we'll get into it later. But well, wow, I'm I'm very surprised. You, you know what? Don't uh, like it. You know what is something that uh, you could definitely say to Art since this is his first movie. What's up? Welcome to prime time, bitch. I'm bitch. Oh shit! This is it, Jennifer. Your big break in TV. Welcome to prime time, bitch. So this is the first time Art's on the big silver screen. Is it though? Yeah. Well, are you sure? The, because I'm pretty sure movie. this is a movie in 2008, and okay. I don't want to clown on how we just did ourselves <laughs> from the Terrifier, because <laughs> there's well, a couple of elements in so. an actual movie. Um, okay. This one had a budget estimated of five hundred thousand. Um, I would have to see that to believe that. You know, budgets, wow. especially on you know smaller time horror movies. Are not reliable. Actually, in any movies, they're not reliable. But mm-hmm. five hundred thousand seems high, but I might be wrong. Yeah, wonder when all that. Well, I can. I feel like I know where the money went to. To be fair, uh, what effects or actors? No, yeah. it couldn't be actors. Uh, I was going to say they, they kind of cheaped out on actors. Well, the rest of the actors again. Two they didn't really cheap out on. But. Mm, I'm curious, but uh, in Dude, terms of all right, we'll get to it, man. Gross. <laughs> I'm, what? I'm feeling we watched a different movie. Maybe we're kind dude. of on the same wavelength. Maybe I sent shit. you the wrong link. <laughs> oh shit! Um, there's no information on how much money this made. Uh, but it's mm. basically it's not a it wasn't like a theater movie. Might have been released in a few of them, like a really small run, but definitely not like an actual opening weekend kind of movie. Yeah, uh, where it was filmed in. I don't actually have confirmation, but it was definitely in Long Island. Same as Terrifier. Like, there's so many mm-hmm. of those like unintentional references, and it looks like same locations there. Mm-hmm. And all that actors and actresses are all from Long Island or live in Long Island. <laughs> um, They're just the their pro- neighbors. Oh yeah, it's probably just knocked on doors. <laughs> <laughs> you know, local theater actors, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, the producer is Jesse. Baggett. Also, <laughs> what? Why are you laughing, dude? Got something in my throat, dude. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. Uh, he's also the producer of 2015's Frankenstein vs. the Mummy. Um, I'm pretty sure he's the one that owns Ruthless Pictures because he has like the exact same filmography as 
Damien Leone, the director-writer. So he's done all the same movies. They, we haven't watched Frankenstein vs. the Mummy in 2015. I'm now kind of curious. That's in between Terrifier and All Hallows Eve. What, you think you, he makes a cameo? Well, I'm just curious, like, I'm, I'm expecting some like Batman versus Superman shit from Frankenstein versus the Mummy, right? I mean, so, those like are a, two. Maybe those. I wonder IP. Those are probably like uh, what's it called? Public domain. Oh, public domain. Yeah, oh, it's gotta be. I, I think so. Because there's no way, like <laughs> Universal gave him the rights. Like, all right, we're having a big comeback. The Universal monsters. <laughs> Frankenstein versus the Mummy. Who do we need? That Damian Leone guy. Dude, there was like a, a Frankenstein movie that came out, I don't even know when, I think either at the, the peak of 2012 or maybe 2011, and it was like some hot dude playing Frankenstein, and like he's a fucking bounty hunter or some shit, what? and yeah, I don't know what the fuck it was, it was so weird, it, Like, or maybe it was even a TV series, because my buddy Anthony, he watched it, and he was really into it, and he's like, dude, I just I love the lore of Frankenstein, and you know who he is, and I'm like isn't he just like a fucking amalgamation of human corpses? And he's like, no, but this one's different. He's, he's like, hot. Bucky with a dick. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right. So hopefully we get that Frankenstein if we ever watch it. I kind of am curious into this probably low budget one that I wonder if it's like, mm-hmm. I, I really don't know much about it, but I wonder if it's like actually like he uses the same kind of gore and, you know, special effects. I feel like maybe since it's a later film, uh, two years after this one, so maybe. Yeah, he definitely has a style from these two, but maybe he branched off for that one. I don't know. Uh, mm. But like I said, yet writer director is Damien Leone of the uh, famous Terrifier movie. Uh, composer, I didn't really find any information on either. There was something in the credits. I wish I would have written it down, but I did notice some specific music. Like I noticed, like this kind of dark clown carnival music whenever mm-hmm. art was around. Dude, there were, the ending credits music was very calming, uh, despite the, the finale of this, too. Like, I, I really yeah. like the music in this a little bit. A little bit, but there's some miscues, and that might be more on just, like, whoever editing, was scoring maybe. it. Yeah, and the editing. Because, mm-hmm. like, there's also the classic, like, music cues when, like, something scary is happening. Yeah. Almost in a predictable, like, parody way. Kind of like you were saying, like, it would almost make more sense mm-hmm. if it was a parody. Because like when the kid first finds that tape in his Halloween bag, it's just like done. Yeah, like, I mean, I definitely felt like there's still elements of like that self-aware aspect to it. Maybe it's, it's maybe. not a funny Damn. movie though. I'm genu- I'm genuinely shocked, dude. I I thought like you think it's you, I, I didn't think you'd love this movie, but like I didn't think you'd be like, well, this movie kind of stunk. Was there really any intentional comedy though? Oh yeah, really dark humor. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll get to it later in the scenes, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, I mean, we can get now down to the real part of Welcome to Primetime, bitch, and that's the acting, right. which I found rough. I mean, people yeah, are just well, reading. To their be lines. fair, yeah. There, in my my humble opinion, Jordan, uh, the two actors that really uh shined bright for me was uh, and I'm gonna butcher his last name. But Mike Gianelli, uh, the actor for uh, Art the Clown, because okay. yeah, seeing his performance, it to to be honest, I really liked it a lot, considering how well David did, uh, David Hawthorne, um, 
like replicating that style. Like it, yeah, it's kind of cool. Even though we did this out of order, it was really nice to see how how much dedication David put into art to really see how he translated from All Hallows Eve. Yeah, oh, I will actually definitely agree with you on that. Actually, he stands out because I was expecting like they changed actor, so maybe it was just the idea art and the actual actor wasn't that great. Yeah. But no, he was great. Dude, I'll be real too. Uh, I didn't look at because again, I always try to go into movies blind. I actually did not even know until researching a bit further that it wasn't David Hawthorne that was playing his art. That's how well of a job David did to replicate uh, Mike's performance, which was super, super awesome. And another actor I want to give a shout out to, which is probably the last cool actor, was Brandon Despain. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he played the alien in the second little yeah. movie that we get. <laughs> yeah. Now, I this is where we get divided in uh, opinion because I actually kind of liked that a lot. Really? I did because I liked how the alien, it, he was so animated. Like I was like preaching about in Terrifier how the theatrical like acting of art of David was so like profound and shit. Mm-hmm. The the like the movements and like the creepy like sound and shit of the alien. I was like, I can get down with this. I kind of liked how, you know, the first the first kind of movie was kind of weird. The first part of the VHS, you know, it was about like devil and shit like that. I'm gonna get later to like some theories and shit about the whole meaning behind those three segments. But yeah, no, the whole alien segment, I kind of like how it derailed a little bit from like. It was kind of like its own thing, like out there. It was so fucking random, and like, uh, oh. I don't know, man. I mean, you don't know. I, I had this for special effects, but we, I might as well say it now since you're saying that. And mm-hmm. like, my thing is, I literally wrote down big yikes on the alien. <laughs> really uh, big yikes on the. So was it design? <laughs> was it acting? Because I'll be real. It was design. Bold. What? Well, it was. I mean, I guess it's almost direction then telling him to do that. But I almost liked where it was going like i feel like it should have been mm-hmm. more hidden or more suggestive because in the you, there's like a, a moment where she's on the phone still and you see like a sheet or something move behind her and that part i feel like was creepy but then yeah. you have this dude that straight up looks like he's in a morph suit just doing these like flowy motions with yeah, his hands he was, he was like a, a what's it called like a um like a, tube a deep dude. sea diver like <laughs> dude it was it, so rough and then was it? I liked it. He was literally just going like woo with his arms, like yeah, yeah exactly. Because like I mean, it, it's like weirdly enough, like sure it could be super goofy, but I think that it worked because it was kind of like that. I don't know. I I like that vibe of alien, not something like either crawling on all fours or like standing on like two feet. Like fu- it's you're not like a predator, nor are you like an alien. It was too human, like though. It l- just looked like a guy in a morph suit. That that was my problem with it. It looked yeah. way too human. Way too human? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could agree with you on that, but I kind of like how the alien face was a mask. So, you know, like all the generic alien, like the gray alien? Yeah. Like, that whole thing was a mask. I kind of like the design of that and like the backpack. I don't, yeah, but I don't know. I liked. Uh, See, that's so funny because I I liked Brandon's acting. I liked just his body movements and stuff and like how he'd feel the walls and shit and like creep. Yeah, that's just so human, though. Why would an alien do that exact <laughs> thing? And I put all of, like, that's why I didn't like that they showed it to him because the mm-hmm. the mask was so, like, generic. And it looks like they just had some vacuum tubes just, like, attached to a backpack. And it's, like, little blue LED light. 
it was rough, man. That was like the worst part of the movie for me, hands down. Really? Wow. Yep. Hands down. I mean, damn. Okay. I liked a little bit the back of his head, how he kind of had like some weird, almost like brain exposed. Yeah, that, that was like his cool. flesh and stuff, and like the helmet was like seared onto him. That I did not like. The just most generic boilerplate, like Party City five dollar alien mask. Whoo, <laughs> d- shit, dude! Oh my yeah, god, dude. you're reeling into this. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> I'm not holding back. It is funny that you aren't. You dude. like that? And that is my least. That's favorite good part. though. We've we've never really had anything that we've had like different opinions on. That's funny. Yeah. So, yeah. No. I'm. Yeah. Because again, you know, when you bring it up to light, yeah, I could see it being like. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I get, I don't want to say it's lazy design, but you'll probably say it is. I I find it more of like the actual performance behind it. I really just li- I just really liked Brandon Brandon's acting because m- maybe to be fair, it was just a mix of like all of those other actors in quotes <laughs> <laughs> performing that when you see David just have that like kind of weird and for some reason I thought the entire movie or not the entire movie but that entire segment I thought it was going to be like art oh but, okay yeah well I really I really like at the end that was a fucking awesome <laughs> poster reveal oh the painting yeah the painting but why it feels like they just threw that in there it is kind of funny though what? Like, oh it's oh, still like dude fuck you really are going to go into this but right. I guess that is kind of the design because you look at art art is designed awesome and really like even Mm -hmm. on a low budget really unique really cool and maybe they just went they stepped a little too far trying to do an alien thing because there's nothing unique to me about that or it's something that honestly and i'm not saying i'm a better filmmaker than damian leon but it (laughs) seems like something that i would have shot like with my friends like when we're trying to make Mm -hmm. like a movie and have an alien mask all right, I mean, to be fair, I'll just I'll humbly disagree with you. Yeah, because I I see it though. I see what you're saying. You're spitting. But. Well, I'll get just we'll cover some of the other actors. I mean, these stars they got here. Yeah, let, let's talk about the actual uh, little characters we got going on. So we got Katie McGuire as Sarah. She's like the main babysitter chick. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been in some stuff. Um, her and Catherine Ka- Callahan is Caroline, who's the one in the alien scene. Um, mm. They're stars and creators of an award-winning mockumentary called L.I. Divas. It's in for Long Island. And oh. it's like huh. a, a fake like mockumentary of the Real Housewives series that of like women who live on Long Island, New York. So, and like it's won like all these like awards like all over the country for all these like uh, web series and web shorts things. So, I mean, for that, that's pretty, and that was after this, I'm pretty sure. Um, they've both been, like, in episodes of Billions as a state trooper, another, like, really New York movie. Uh, they've both been in Sex in the City. And I guess they have another, like, really popular web series called Switch. So, they've done some stuff. Uh, Catherine, I'll shout her out, though, or a.k.a. Caroline. Um, she's been in... The Chappelle Show in 2004 as woman getting into club for the Wayne Brady and Tyrone Ooh. Bingham's Fear Factor episode. Well, oh, dude, well, there you go. You know why she got casted. In she must have got better, though, dude, because, well, that was 2004, but she must have got better after this movie because, uh, man, that fake phone call she had, whew, 
trying to like which is hard i can imagine but you know i'm also not an actor so but you know basically talking like someone else is on the line mm. you know for that whole scene because she's like talking to her husband or whatever which part when she's freaking out or like when she's calling him the first time all of it but a first time it? was like oh man Really? That acting took me so far out of it. We must have actually seen two different movies. I didn't see something too... Because, I don't know, maybe in the back of my mind, I'm just thinking, like, this is kind of, like, purposeful. Like, the acting to be very, like, on trope with the quality of, like, older horror movies or something like that. Because I I definitely feel like... And I'll I'll fight on this hill. I'll I'll die on this (laughs) hill. That All Hallows' Eve is definitely aware of its, like, horror movie. Really? name yeah definitely dude i mean uh, damien leone is probably very um knowledgeable about the you know just horror movies in general you know this is it's like all of it is kind of love letters to horror movies in general and i can forgive a lot of bad acting dude that's why i love horror movies i don't really care that much i don't don't need academy award appearances Mm -hmm. but these ones terrifier had it too but this is so beyond that in terms of like just taking me so far out of it these kid actors, man, this really makes you appreciate good kid actors. <laughs> How hard it is to have good kid actors because of Yeah, no, the, these ones were... Surpri- I'll, I'll be the real. Were- they, they were the first thing to make me question. Is this on purpose? Is this? Are you, are you doing this for a bit, dude? Is this a movie bit? And just same problem with Terrifier, too. The dialogue. I know there's that one Yeah, line. but Terrifier, I can totally excuse just because that movie definitely was self-aware. So the dialogue in that was way more catered for like almost like a, a parody of a slasher. Yes, but you have when you have such... I don't want to keep saying bad, but when you have such um, <laughs> not experienced actors, it really sounds... This, this whole movie, it sounded like people were reading off of a script to each other. So like just didn't have a flow of a conversation or back and forth. It was just it was back and mm-hmm. forth in the sense that like I read my line, you read your line. I read it, you read it. Like the the Sydney Freehofer is the young girl Tia, and she had some lines where she's like, it was in the very beginning. She said something like, "He wasn't watching that. You weren't watching that," and it was like delivered like that. And it was like <laughs> what? It was like she didn't even know what she's saying, but she knew it was on the script, so she had to read that part. It was mm-hmm. just weird. There's a lot of that. She also said this is retarded, so that's a... That was pretty iconic, though. That was <laughs> iconic. Like, you got to give the movie credit there. They they pretty much pioneered the term retard. Well, Terrifier brought it back, so that's kind of like they a did. staple. They did. <laughs> you know, they, that went on, they went on that retard moment. <laughs> uh, who else we got here? We got... Well, the only ones that had pictures on their IMDb, so the only ones <laughs> that are like still actors, I think, were... The mm-hmm. first two I mentioned, uh, Catherine Callahan and Katie McGuire. And I think Sydney Freehoffer has a picture too. Um, she hasn't really been in anything much as she's grown older. Uh, episode of a TV show here and there. Um, that's about it. I mean, I had to look up Marie Mazer because she's the one in the gas station that she's the costume designer, not actress in the movie. You know, she's like saying how she works in LA, but she's not an actress. She's a costume designer. I had a feel, I wanted to look it up right then, but I waited till after I was like, she's definitely a costume designer in real life and not an actor. <laughs> Why else would they put that in there? Um, yeah, but she is listed as an actress. So she has no other credits though, besides all Hallows Eve as costume designer and terrifier the short 
the 2008 one as woman, which is technically the same credit. So, um, you could tell too. I, I like in this. This makes me appreciate though. So that's why I have to trash on the acting is how bad it was. But you could really tell this movie is DIY because like you're in the credits are scrolling. You had the th- same three names just listed for everything. Yeah. For like, you saw that for like multiple oh, roles. Oh, yeah. So it was like <laughs> costume, production design, set decoration, prop department, like all these, all the things you'd have in a regular credits, but they were all the same names Molly Maguire, Gary Losavio, and Damien Leone, who is the writer and director. So it's like probably the editor, too. I, although there was a bug wrangler, that credit goes to Andrew Mahler. Mailer. A bug wrangler? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Wrangling them bugs. Shit. Uh, uh, there. Okay. Man, I, now I know where that 500K went to, dude. Yeah, big names. Woo. And man, did they put on a show for you. <laughs> you got anything else you want to talk about about these uh, actors? Cast? I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, shit, I, I really don't have any like hindsight for the acting being like bad. Uh, definitely, when we get a little bit more into it, uh, I could totally see some scenes with uh, like the first girl in the first kind of movie being kind of weird. Oh, you know what? Okay, no, I I'm recalling a pretty iconic fucking acting show. Okay, uh, but oh, you okay. want to save it? Yeah. Said? All in all, though, yeah, I, I never. I to be fair, I did not pick up on the the bad acting. There's definitely the kid characters I could see like a mile away. Surprisingly, but, they were. On the better half of it, even as bad as they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Damn. let's get into the spookier side. It's time for right. Black Cats and Goblins. Ooh. Black Cats and Goblins and Broomsticks and Ghosts. Covens of witches with all of their hosts. You may think it's scary, you're probably right. Black Cats and Goblins on Halloween night. All right, so just to, we got to start with the opening, of course, with every uh, scary movie. It's very important. Um, uh, what are your thoughts on the opening? To be fair, I really badly wanted there not to be a VHS, but like a razor blade in the candy. I don't know why. I don't know why. But just because Timmy was like eating candy and then she's like, you know, I thought I told you to put that shit away. I'm like, bro, like fuck this kid up early, dude. Put a razor in that fucking sucker. You're sick, dude. No, I I thought to be fair, I thought it was going to go that direction. I was like, oh, you're going to kind of like. We're like, oh, come on, like no scary. razor blade? Come on, no razor blade? What the fuck? <laughs> just flips the fucking table. I was pissed, dude. I'll tell you what, that opening pissed me off, Jordan. <laughs> I, no, I actually really liked it. Oh, oh, oh wait, wait, I'm sorry. the tables have fucking turned. I should pull back. So we're counting the opening. The opening was dull. I'm sorry. If we're counting the opening as... Wow. <laughs> dude, I the minute the opening you fucking give this movie one. praise. I meant the opening of take one. A tape one. Okay. So I don't okay, know if that okay. really counts. The opening is really just them going through candy and just their terrible dialogue. Yeah. To, actually, to be fair, should we categorize or categorize every tape's opening as like another opening? Um, Want to do that because they did all have their openings. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we so can do, that. do you want to go with like the movie's first opening? Yeah. The first. Well, the actual movie's opening I thought was just real dull. Uh, mm. You're not really getting to know the characters or anything, or invested in them at all, and like they just have. Well, that's all you get to know about the characters. It's like you got the kid that's a fucking gore, gore. Oh uh, no, 
what is it called? No, I was going to say Gorpho, but that's not at all. Uh, uh, or, oh, fuck, what's the word I'm trying to look for here? Gorehound? <laughs> like, a, yeah, Gorehound. Real <laughs> gore, dog. gore dog. Gorn dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you know what's funny about that, though, with the kid, the uh, boy that you said, the Gorn dog. He, him, actually, I think his sister says it too. They say, uh, like, they keep saying, like, we've seen worse stuff on the internet. Like, right after they see in tape two, like, a demon, like, impregnate and, like, raped and kill this girl. I'm like, you've seen worse stuff at 10? I don't know what the fuck that was about. They're like, yeah, no, we've seen that. I mean... You need to unplug her Ethernet because she is into some (laughs) sick shit already, dude. Too fucking immersed in the internet. She's like... Google's been fucking her up. Oh, pregnant murder rape by a demon? I've already seen it. You know what, Jordan? You know what they saw? They saw Home Sweet Home. That's what really fucked them up. No, she didn't say it. Classics. She yeah, just she didn't any of the fucking bangers that we've got to experience. But well, going back to the opening of tape one, though, solid. Um, yeah, very, very. You nice. had like the hook banging on the ground, you know, which I thought they were about to drop a beat because it was like in that cadence, mm-hmm. like ping, ping, ping. And yeah. I thought, and then art pops up, and I thought he just start hitting the horn like bump, bump, and they're like making mm-hmm. it to start hitting the beat, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Bom, just goes bom. into full fucking concert mode. Yeah, because they start showing all the scary people's faces, and it had like that yeah. cutting and the music, uh, like ramping up. I mean the the beat ramping up with the hook. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, they're about to drop some fire right now. He's about to fucking spit. Like, dude, I was getting pretty hyped up from a boy art. Dude, well, that was cool too because it was like I think he what did he do? He just popped around with the horn. He gave her a flower. Like he can't. He rolled up. Trying to finesse. No, her. no, this is even before that. Well, I guess that counts as the opening. No, are you talking about the opening when like he walks into like the little subway like waiting room? Well, it's right before that though. It's like it's like a little montage. We get like uh Oh, you're talking about the whole yeah, the I know what you're talking we about. See now. Some I'm new sorry. Monsters. I thought you were talking about Art's like first appearance. I don't know why I was thinking that was like the opening of it. We get to see Art and his boys, the homies. Yeah, the fucking Land Before Time cast, chilling in fucking cultist robes. Yeah, there's like that fucking that literal bird person. That's a it's a to me it was like a plague doctor mask, but yeah, kind of like a bird. That person. was a Sesame Street character without its fucking feathers, Jordan. <laughs> wow. I saw that and I was like, dude, what the fuck, Big Bird? You That's have changed, Big Bird exposed, bro. dude. Dude, Big Bird went fucking all walking Phoenix on <laughs> this fucking performance. He was so like I, but I liked it though. But it's weird. Because, like, I saw these, like, wacky little kooky characters, and I thought of Hocus Pocus. I can see that. I mean, <laughs> I, it, it I did have, like, that. And for some reason, it's kind of endearing, like, oh, we're meeting all the... Because it, it it was almost like a music fee or something, where it's, like, chop it. Like, we get to see, uh, like, a few more. We get to expand on the lore, the backstory. Oh, that's who Art's hanging out with when he's not mercilessly killing people. Yeah, I mean, one thing, one thing I will say that... Uh, I was kind of disappointed that we didn't get to see more of, because at first going into this, I'm like, okay, wait, all these all these little critters, are we going to see them? Is this going to be the anthology of where all these different, like, homies are going to have their own, like, little segmented, like, hunts and shit? Like, I thought they were all going to be, like, main killers in this movie before we got into it. Right. Well, and here's one, one dude thing. that looked pretty cool was, um, I think just when it, like, ends, like, the whole montage of, like, art and the homies... Is like that one guy that kind of screams at the camera and like he's completely blindfolded and like his teeth are exposed. Oh, he shit. he literally was in it for like 
a second, like a second, like kind of pop up jump scare. I knew there were more, but I couldn't remember them. A lot of them are like hidden away, but he looked pretty cool because he looked a lot like uh, uh, the Batman who laughed uh, character, which is a super. Fu- I love that fucking design of that villain from the DC comics, oh, dude. Okay. And when I saw that guy, I was like, oh shit! Like, I was like, this is pretty fucking cool because it's like you don't really see many characters with like real fucked up like mouths and shit their teeth exposed and completely blinded i was like that's pretty cool but we it kind of looks like him. did it look like kind of like the crypt tv one what's that one called uh uh you know that has like the uh, i know crypt tv i th- I think i know what you're talking about though i don't remember its name but a little bit yeah a little I'll bit like that it. uh anyways yeah Wow, I completely lost my train of thought. Ooh, oh, I, just kind of yeah, the opening. This yeah. ties into it only because I feel like we didn't mention it too. That like we probably didn't get expanded on them because this movie, like this entire short, really was just the short movie that he originally did. It was not changed at all or anything. It's just the short plugged into the movie. Oh, yeah, that makes so much more sense because of the whole subway, like waiting room scene. Yeah, I swear to God, I've seen and that it looks before, so old like, too, right? In pictures, okay. Yeah, so you could see, and you could tell like the the quality is definitely off from certain parts. So that is like all one short. Yeah, like the film grain and stuff, and like the whole kind of re-recording of scenes. Yeah, so these are all just different shorts. The terrifier short. We mentioned, like, that started the whole Art the Clown. I th- mm-hmm. one of, you said 2008. I'm just going off that. I can't remember if that's what it actually was. Um, yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> um, that is the Terrifier short that it started from. Mm. And then you have the Ninth Circle, which is from this one we're talking about right now, Tape 1. Yeah. And we mentioned that in the uh, original episode, I think, of Terrifier. Uh, but yeah, these are the actual shorts. So it's not like because I was thinking like I still got to go back and watch the shorts, see what spawned it. No, we don't. Mm-hmm. We just saw the shorts. Yeah, <laughs> that was all of it. Yeah, but you could tell because I'm sure if he put that much work and time into it, he wouldn't want to redo it all because that's a ton of different makeup and that's a, yeah, just a bunch of money you'd have to like reuse for something that you could easily just take back from what you already did. Yeah, so he basically just formed. I'm guessing he just shot those like kid scenes and the whole tape thing and then just plugged it into with the shorts so so every tape though uh even like the alien one and then the third act are you just talking about no the the first first and the third i can't remember i feel like the second one is too but i cannot remember so no it isn't i don't think it's a short just the first one which is the ninth circle one and the third one the last one is the terrifier short really yeah Okay. Oh shit! I had no I could idea be wrong, about the though. third this, one. The second one could be one. I just, I just can't remember if it was or not. I don't know because the quality in that camera definitely, like, it, it was definitely thematically different from like a camera's perspective. Like, very little film grain compared to like the first and third. It felt a lot more modern. It didn't feel so like vintage or whatever. Yeah. Well, the third one kind of had an. Uh, a little effect on it too that I noticed. It had a Texas chainsaw gritty kind of weird <laughs> yeah. red. Yeah. So I don't even remember where, what 
part we were at necessarily. Oh, well. Oh, uh, we were just wrapping up the first one's opening. Yeah, just talking about that. That was a strong opening, nonetheless, though. Seeing all those goofy little critters. Yeah, well, I can't. Uh, well, for the second take, too, I don't even think you can really say you have an opening, I guess. I mean, it's such a short one, too, I feel like. Yeah. That one was just as dull, if not a little bit duller than yeah. the actual movie's opening. You got a dullard on the phone, and it's duller. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Dull, dude. Yeah, I mean, she's basically... And then the th- oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, in the third one, right out the fucking gate hits you with a strong-ass trope of, oh, man, I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere, and my tank's on E. You dumb fuck. <laughs> Who right. does that? I don't fucking get whoever does that in real life. But um, every that opening was just kind of like, oh shit, gotta get gas. All right, now load me up. I do want to ask you though. Do you? Yeah. Do you think this movie was scary? Would be scary when you're ten? Oh, dude, one hundred percent be scary if I was ten. Probably. I think so too. Yeah, just fucking art, man. Such Almost, a simple but effective fucking character design. Well, the low budgetness. What does make it scarier, whether yeah, it's intentional or no, not? Definitely, because it it does have that Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of a feel, like it's like almost like you know, a snuff film or found footage kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely not scary now, though. I don't know what you think. I don't know if you could sleep that night. Yeah, I to be honest, the only thing that really got me was just like, uh, the the creepiness of art, because you know, uh. Again, I mean, as much as like I'm not scared of him, I can easily be super fucking creeped out by him. You're scared, by- dude. Just say it. Remember, you no, were texting dude. me at he's three a.m. He's not in Dead by Daylight. You're like, I can't. Any- anybody that gets thrown into Dead by Daylight, the video game, dude, the fucking movie, the video game. Yeah, I tried to get Riley to play this fun game with me called Dead by Daylight, but scariest fucking game I've ever played. Dude, dude. Just can't sleep at night, man. Can't do it. Dude. Something about just fucking electrician work sh- like scares the shit out of me, dude. <laughs> like I'm, I'm fucking, I'm so terrified of that. Well, you, can you got cl- some like unscary pedophiles chasing you or some shit like that. I don't, I don't fuck with that, dude. Oh, I would like to see art in that game though. That'd be kind of cool with the horn. That would be fucking awesome, considering how they had a collab with Crypt TV. Yeah, that'd be fucking dope if like they had Art the Clown. I don't feel like the Kill IP it. would be that expensive to get. <laughs> probably not and if any well, I don't know the Terrifier 2 is coming out so there actually is probably a, a pretty high chance we maybe get a Dead by Daylight I mean uh, Art the Clown you are right though that that's art is what's so effective and what's so scary and he he knew that too obviously because that's why it had so much hype to have the Indiegogo campaign and that's why he included art in even the second one that's about an alien because he knew he must have known this whole time and might have even been the reason why he decided to make this All Hallows Eve in the first place was because he nailed it with art uh, uh, like right off the bat. Yeah. I feel like, and just to get a little bit sidetracked, I feel like why I liked the second tape was because it was kind of a breather away from art. So then you'd like you get hit right back with them on the third one. Yeah, but that's so what makes like Terrifier of respite. Terrifier is so intense because it's just all art all the time. He is on that yeah. ass. He is not letting up. So I kind of like how he he was kind of toying around with the audience, like, oh, you get it, you get him a little bit first tape. You like, you know, he's there, and then second tape, it's like, oh, where did he go? And you, you're thinking to yourself, like, oh, is this just gonna be like multiple different people? And we already saw like art, and then you get hit with that third one. And dude, it's I I like that. I like how he's kind of like moderating our intake of art for this one. 
because yeah. it makes him a lot more impactful instead of the whole movie. I mean, are we going to actually talk about the? Well, I'll hold off <laughs> on yeah. some of the plot stuff, but um, yeah, no, definitely. Because <laughs> I, I, I'll be real. As much as I like this movie, dude, I do have to talk about some shit that I'm kind of mm, about. Well, let's talk about like what is necessarily the scare of this movie. I'm gonna say that I think the fucking omnipotence omnipotence of oh yeah the omnipotence yeah that's right sorry dude sorry guys is there two ways to say that the omnipotence of uh, art I might not be right by the way that's the only way I've heard it but there might be two ways to say it no no it's like tomato and then there's like tomato and then the stupid British way to say it and I I said it the fucking British way probably okay yeah (laughs) yeah but I think it's just the uh, the omnipotence of art and just like the fact that he's basically almost kind of like the devil in the incarnate of a clown and like he just toys with people like because you could totally see that he has enough power to just say fuck it and kill you whenever he wants but he just fucks with you well yeah and that goes basically we could also talk about you know the killer itself who is art um who's basically this crazy teleporting Multi-dimensional. I was gonna say, do you, would you compare him more to Jason's like power set, or more of like Freddy Krueger in the real world? Well, like say if he had all of his nightmare abilities, but in the real world. Well, we now know he's extraterrestrial, so he's op- he's operating on different planets, and I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a factor of his powers or his technology we just haven't seen a technology he might be wearing some specialized suit that he can he might be that og killer clown from outer space jordan seriously i mean he can like king clown he can teleport so that kind of sucks you can't run from him you can't hide he can fucking no clip through the floor and well i just burrow like i can say too i mean the part but on the scare part of it is that obviously don't view random VHS tapes that you get that are like unlabeled. Yeah, and that's I I wanted to ask you about that though too because it, it's weird how thematically speaking, I don't think like if you didn't even fuck with that VHS, I feel like art would still come after you. Like huh. cuz as we see in the terrifier, at least like he's just like dead ass chilling, like he's just vibing and like when he <laughs> when he like locks vibing. his eyes on someone, like you're fucked. Yeah, or well, we don't know. We don't know if he had the target marked already or is it on site, you know? I think it's on site because he's just minding his own business and, like, you see him, like, look at uh, then why is, Tara. Why is he doing the cat and mouse long game with the tape and everything? Why does he just get at it? Exactly. Well, that's the thing, too. But that's, like, that's kind of the scare in it, though. Like I think... He manipulates you to, like, terrify you, to, like, torture you psychologically. We got to remember, though, this is three years earlier. So, like, this is yeah. more, like, artists starting out to kill him. Like, it's still fun. It's exciting for him. He likes the setup. You know, <laughs> he's, he's in his prime. The anticipating. He's cutting together VHS tapes. He's having a blast. He's the young blood. Three years later, you know, it's all old hat to him, dude. He's just trying to chase that same high, and he's just trying to kill anything and everything in his way, and it's just like it, he's trying to chase that magic of those first ones. But what he forgot along the way was it's about the setup. It's about the patience and the practice. You know, <laughs> dude, that's what he's missing. That's how you get that. Beautifully spark fucking said, man. You know what? And I'll even I'll, I'll even throw this in here. The fucking games changed. Like game changed. Cl- 
Yeah, dude. Art just couldn't fucking just couldn't change with it. It's one of the old boys, old dogs. <laughs> Maybe that's what Terrifier Two is. It's just like him, like coming to terms with like, you know. It's not even gonna be a horror movie. It's just actually gonna be like a really sad movie. It's a drama. You're gonna see him in like his fucking low like rent apartment. Yeah, well, by himself. Okay, so instant noodles. That's a perfect point. Then where's he living? Because this kid got a tape from a house. He went up to trick or treating. It's in the neighborhood. Obviously, he wasn't like, oh, is that super scary house? in the middle of nowhere no he's going around the neighborhood so was art like i think it was a more of like art just kind of like manifested it in his bag kind of because i think he says in the movie he's like oh i I think i got it from a house i don't know oh she's like someone put it in your bag he's like i don't know sure yeah now was he using technology or sleight of hand definitely a mix of both dude i think smoke and mirrors like he literally like threw down a smoke bomb and slipped it yeah. in the pillowcase. Threw a smoke bomb, knocked the kid out, put the little <laughs> tape in his bag, ran off. Like damn, that's a lot shit, of setup. Shit in his bag, testing it too. <laughs> oh, can't wait to talk about that. Oh well, I wanted to say, dude, opening up this uh, this episode, I wanted to be like, bro, he's shitting, he's pissing, and he's shooting again, boys. <laughs> but I can't even say that though because, you know, realistically. This should be the first movie we covered, and I should have said that for the Terrifier, but you know, opportunity missed, but I still got it out there, though. Well, we do make ourselves look silly without knowing that in, when we saw Terrifier, yeah. and we're like, wow, we're talking about the, crazy. the gun. Disappointing how he's all like a, some, somewhat of a, like a higher power being, an entity maybe, uh, um, I don't know, and then you see in this one, just he's just flat out like the devil or some shit like that. And that all that stuff was all callbacks, yeah. To this movie, yeah, dude. The fucking uh, God, I, I I'm so fucking stupid not to look it up the second time going around. But that fucking like that bladed multi like chained whip, yes. He uses in the farmhouse. I saw that, and like Anthony had no idea why I was freaking out. I'm like, oh, f-. like I freaked. I was like, oh shit, okay. Like I got pretty hyped again, which makes sense. So like that actually does give me more respect for a lot of the ideas that were first presented here. And I think that's why, because you got to think, the Indiegogo ones were the ones who were funding Terrifier. So he was giving them all the hits. True. You know, he, on, he was delivering on what people loved about this one. Yeah. So, and just brought I, I feel like definitely, I don't want to talk down to you, Jordan, but I feel like you're a little bit spoiled from the Terrifier that watching this one, you can't appreciate the classics, man. That is That might be true. I mean, true. it makes you appreciate it more when you realize it came from this one, though. I definitely went into this movie, uh, not to say that my expectations were low, but I monitored it knowing how good I really liked the Terrifier. I was like, all right, I'm, you know, this is before it, so obviously there's going to be some stuff that isn't at all like the second one. So I'm like, I'm going in, I'm like, I'm expecting something different. The game changed, but art hasn't. Yeah, that's... And that's why he's a real one, bro. That's why he's got a sequel coming out. Bless like, up. Like, you know, we're talking about how he's he's in a rut right now, struggling to get through the game, but my boy, he, he's getting a sequel in. He's fucking, he's, he's set up, dude. Well, Terrifier was so fucking good. He's got a sequel coming. He This really is, like, I mean, specifically Art the Clown is Damien Leone's, like, magnum opus. Like, it's his character. It's like his Michael Myers. It's his... It's fucking equally iconic i'll be honest i can argue that yeah art is definitely one of these characters where like i could see him up like next to the greats of like it the clown yeah but you know people don't know him on that level you'd watch oh yeah no not at all like notoriety wise definitely not but in terms of just like 
the the genius behind designing a character like that is like granted it's nothing like you know super in depth but that's honestly why it works though it's not right. going too deep to characterize him and like i feel like what the scare of art the clown is is like the the feeling of the unknown as i said like a couple like episodes ago or even in between i always talked about how like i feel like how horror movies can really make something terrifying is if like if you leave something in the dark you know show but don't tell and get the audience to like make up these like amalgamations of like oh, like, it, it, is he doing this? Like, what's he doing? Like, kind of having that level of just, like, not knowing, not being able to predict anything. And, like, I feel like that's what art is. He's just, like, He's this art. omnipotent, like, unpredictable fuck goblin <laughs> going around. <laughs> going around. I had to drop it, dude. Going around fucking icing dudes. Bro, I feel but like the I amount like of inside jokes you drop on here is just... It's insane. Like, we're going to make him outside, dude. We're going to bring We're gonna right. bring back fuck goblin. We're going to make fuck goblin great. <laughs> But yeah, no, getting back on track though, dude. I honestly though, I really do like how art it, you just you don't know what he's gonna do. Like you know I he's like, gonna fuck with people. I like that they don't explain it either. I like that we don't yeah. need backstory about him. We don't know really what his powers are. He's not consistent really, except for maybe some of the weapons he uses. But I'll be honest though, uh talking about art, I wanted to say that I feel like the three tapes kind of toy around at least the first and second. Or maybe even just the first, it toys around with a little bit of a hypothetical origin, or like they try to like connect dots with like you know he's the devil because you know that whole like devil rape scene and shit in the first tape. How could I forget? Yeah, that was your favorite part, dude. <laughs> no, but like, but like you never see him uh, again in that tape after he like kidnaps her. See, I don't think they're making him the devil. He, I think he's just another. It makes it cooler because he's just a pawn. There's a bunch of these things. They're almost like. Cenobites, yeah. like there's just a bunch of these things around. He's just one I don't of know. them. I I felt like maybe it was toying with the idea of like I I don't know something about just how you know we had the whole alien, the extraterrestrial aspect of it is kind of like a hint, like he's not from this world, obviously. And then like the first tape was more so like he's a demon or like he acts like the devil with trickery and deceit, but he's like in human form, like. But he's everything just a pawn he does of the is like meticulously like calculated to how he'll fuck with you. But we saw an actual demon or the devil doing the raping. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's no, not but that's art. like the metaphor in it, though. But that's not art. That's just a, he, art. Is just another. He's just another cog in the machine, man. There's plenty. Yeah, of but uh, you never see him though throughout like the the rest of it after he kidnaps her. Well, because he's like he's like um, what's the one that brings the goon. What's the person that, like, uh, in the underworld, like, in Greek mythology, like, rows you across the... Oh, the River of Styx? Yeah. Oh, He's like fuck. that, dude. He's like that? No. He, He's well, just bringing them down. Down under. <laughs> Don't fucking say that. Down under. Dude, fuck off with that, first of all. <laughs> You're not going to fucking slander art and Greek mythology at the same time. And Australians. You, you fuck goblin. Well, I got some more artisms. That we could Go reference. Ahead, uh, yeah, got good. the rose, giving them rose. Except for this one was actually grosser with the cockroaches inside. Yeah. Um, let's talk about it. This shit, boy. Ooh, <laughs> dude. Like I said, pissing, shitting, and shooting. I laughed so hard when I realized, wait, that's an actual thing of his? Because yeah. from our perspective... Seeing it the first one, we're like, wait, was that is just that like, shit? Is that 
you know, a human essence? What is that? Um, and then we fight. We get the full detail. Art dude, we were, we were fucking clowns last episode. He Art got us, dude. He fucking clowned us hard. It's a metaphor because Art's shitting on them clowns. He is, bro. <laughs> He's shitting on that art, dude. Notice how we're praising his shit. Right. But like, I don't know. Is there any other kind of killer that can come to mind, though, genuinely that fucking defecates as like a call, <laughs> calling card? I mean, that is original. That is, it is original, it's dude. so thrown in there. That it, we're, I, we're also just so like conditioned to have like the typical, you know, like slasher killer things. And then it's just like, wait, he's shitting. <laughs> and like, if he's like an extraterrestrial like demon or whatever, like, no, why does he need thing, to though. shit? I'm, I'm going to go into my crack theory because how the first tape, it's like it, it could like meta, it, it could be a metaphor for how like he's like either he's like devilkin or like demonic. The second one, it's like he's not from this world, not extraterrestrial specifically, but like he's not from this like earth. And then the third one is like the humanizing of them, like because I, I could I could feel that if you watched all these tapes individually, each of them would kind of hint or like uh uh, what is it called? Tease, uh, like an origin behind him, because like the third one is more. The third one's more of like a fucked up sociopath that just shits everywhere. Like, is this persona? But he's still teleporting you know though. Like, Don't forget that though. He still teleports in the third one. Oh yeah, no yeah, definitely. So it, if they gave us a little bit more, maybe, but it works and it doesn't work. The fact that mm-hmm. they just kind of th- throw it in there and it has no context. That like what the shit? Well, no, the whole. Oh, and now he's in hell, and oh, now he's connected to an alien, and this guy drew a picture of him, and now he's yeah. I don't know, dude. That's just my crack theory. That's just like honestly, I'm gonna be like a conspiracy theorist about it. I feel like honestly, it just, it's just teasing work, about how he could be all these different things, but it's not like a clear answer. Like it's just like it's a metaphor for he could be, he could be, he could be, but I'm not gonna tell you. It's like your own, in, like your own in. Uh, yeah, I would much prefer that as opposed to like we see a, direct, a flashback of him as a kid and stuff. Like I no, don't need that. No. I will say though, talking about the terrifier again, we see him suit up in the intro. We do? Yeah. When like the the whole interview is going on and stuff and like the music's playing for the opening credits and like of he's terrifier? gearing up and stuff, putting on makeup of the movie Terrifier? Yeah, of Terrifier. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so that's that's kind of like interesting cuz I guess that's also a little bit of a lore dump of like He's like dressing up as art. He's not just always in that form. It would be funny if he takes off all his makeup and it's just him again, like the same makeup and everything. (laughs) (laughs) That's how he cleans himself off after all the blood. He's just like, fuck, takes off the white cap. It's just another white cap. I just like, I like that they don't give you answers, but also like, (laughs) exactly. It's so thrown in there though. Like they they also don't give Mm -hmm. you answers because there are none. He's just throwing, literally throwing shit at the wall in that case. Like, (laughs) <laughs> Why does what sticks? extra dimensional, um, you know, basically alien demon need to alien take a demon shit? God, I, I don't get it, but whatever. Um, any other art isms I'm trying to think of? He always rolls up with that heat. Oh, you know when shit when yeah. shit gets serious, bro. He always whips it out. Like, and I, dude, that's why Terrifier Two, dude, bring out some big guns, bring out like a flamethrower. Cause yeah, yeah. That iconic. I feel, dude. You know what? I and can it see sucks him having too. an Uzi. I'll be <laughs> just fucking unloads on like a cop car, or some kind of like SWAT team. He just rolls up with a fucking dual Uzi. 
extended mag red dot sight like he's fully fucking customized <laughs> i mean i would like to see a really silly version but also i think he does damien leone at least does a really good job of trying to make it actually legit scary so i actually appreciate that there weren't jokes in this and he did that with terrifier and i hope he does it with the second one yeah like well, i've seen too I w- much i wanted silly. to say jordan dude one thing that's like really disappointing and it it was probably the biggest thing we cl- we got clowned on for, or we will get clowned on for, was that we were praising how he whipped out that gun on Terra, right, and shit like that. Dude, imagine though having even though that experience alone was awesome firsthand. Imagine seeing All Hollows Eve first, and then seeing him pull out that gun, shooting the driver. True, th- that moment would have been like holy fuck. I mean, it still caught me off guard. But even then, I was like... Our experience works just as well or better, though. Just as well, yeah. Either before or after, it it still works. Oh, I get what you're saying, though, because for us, we got... Well, yeah, we got a surprise, but we were like, oh, shit. So he did this in this one. But imagine seeing All Hallows E first just on a whim, and the fucking killer just whips out a pistol and just caps the driver. We got it better, though, because we got a double shock, because we weren't expecting the first time in Terrifier, and then seeing All Hallows E was like, wait, this is a thing he does? As opposed to... If you see All Hallows Eve first and then you see Terrifier, you're like, yeah, yeah, Art's got a gun. That's what he does. Yeah, but I feel like, I, I don't know, something about something about it is like if we saw All Hallows Eve first and then we saw the Terrifier, him pulling out that gun, I feel like would have been like a, oh, f-, like he brought it back kind of thing. Like, oh, dude. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it works both ways, though. I know what you're talking about. But just seeing that, I was like, imagine like our actual genuine first reaction to that gun scene. Well, Terrifier is totally a, um, why well, I said, like a nod to all the the greatest oh yeah absolutely and it's so fucking awesome to see that too yeah he's like i'm gonna give them what they want uh he also he's got the plastic bags too that's his yeah he's got everything which he needs to stop arsenal the gun he's tried twice now if we know of and i think he's such a glutton for like trying to get a kill in every different weapon type and he cannot Mm -hmm. get it's like the last achievement he can't get where he has to do one (laughs) kill fully with a plastic bag but he can't get it because every time they just rip a hole because obviously. Yeah. Damn, that is, that is true. I wonder, dude, man, I wonder. He, I, I want him to try it in the second one. He's trying 100% those achievements. He is, dude. He's getting close, but he'll be fucking damned if he can't get a stealth kill with a plastic bag. <laughs> just stop Shit's being such hard. a completionist. It's like a fucking 5% chance, dude. Like, Art, relax, dude. You got plenty of other weapons. Like, being an overly, like, completionist is... Not you know, just fucking spitting in sign language in a PlayStation chat. Like he's just like, dude, I need to get this fucking achievement. You don't understand. No, like my career is on the line, dude. Seriously, I need to fucking get this because every single fucking bitch that I always do this to, they always fucking break out. They're so fucking smart. I fucking hate it. And that's why he's lost the magic. He is. Because <laughs> maybe can't you know what, that. dude? I feel like second movie first kill is going to be plastic bag. Oh, you know what? That actually is a good setup. <laughs> it may, it's a perfect setup because he's tried twice and people are like he did it yeah my boy did, did it yeah it's so weird bro I don't know why I, I have a gut feeling when we go to see the, th- the second Terrifier movie uh, I'm gonna be rooting for art I wonder you know I mean? if uh, I mean I'm sure he's a fan of like it but I wonder if that was like a big reference because you know obviously the book and they kind of touch on it in the second movie um, that like it is totally from another dimension another planet Mm -hmm. and it's like a god kind of thing so i wonder if that is part of it yeah like an actual like eldritch entity or some sort yeah yeah like basically a god 
space god. That's cool. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't... See, the thing is, as much as I want to know, I don't want to know about uh, Art the Clown. No, I'm he, just wondering just like his reference, right like now. his uh, inspiration. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I, I can see some dots. Any other of the, like, not your favorite kills, but any, like, you know, thoughts on any of these kills? Uh, You know, to be honest, um, there were a lot more off-screen kills for Art in this one. Uh, than there was in Terrifier. I feel like, well, and I feel so dumb comparing this one to Terrifier, you know. But I will say that, yeah, a lot of Art's kills were off screen. Not yeah. to say that there were many, though, but. That's why I probably didn't even count them in my kill count if we didn't see them. Yeah. Well, like the whole gas station repair guy when he's just sawing off the head and stuff. <sighs> yeah. Now, one part about that, I mean, that was gruesome, but. I, it was good effects, but again, it was... But I don't like... You know, I hate obnoxious screaming in horror movies, but this did the opposite, where she walks in on yeah. that, on him literally <laughs> sawing his head off, and it's completely silent. I don't think there's any music or anything. He's just sawing. She just opens it and just, like, nopes out of there. She's like, oh, and, like, quietly yeah. turns and goes... There's, she doesn't go, oh, what the... <laughs> like... Yeah, because I mean, he's staring at her, and she's like, "What the fuck?" But, and like, she's puking and shit. That you would make a noise in though. this movie. You would make some kind of like, <laughs> shouldn't have seen know. that. I, I'll be real, no, dude. If you walk up on a scene like that, like, I feel like you would literally just be struck in with fear, like speechless. I don't know. She didn't really convey that like scare. Like, uh, granted, I know what you're talking about, the acting of it, but I feel like realistically, you see some dude fucking sawing off a guy's head, you would just be like. Dude, fuck this. Oh, I, I'm for sure, bailing. but I wouldn't yeah. be completely silent. Bro, I wouldn't say shit, but yeah. No, that was kind of... I feel like that was like a first couple of like seedlings of uh, breaking the trope of like obnoxious screaming. Although, the fucking second tape, a lot of screaming, a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> what was the guy's name? Like uh, like Mike? Or Oh, I can't even remember. Or, yeah, the, the, the boyfriend or husband on the phone. She's like, help me please yeah well now that we're talking about these uh kills and some of the effects i think it's time to talk about some of that mm, corn syrup mm. i wonder if all this blood is just corn syrup you know like these characters are walking around with just corn syrup in their veins you know <laughs> let's get a shot here oh oh god oh oh god that's blood so my kill count i got was seven you got that uh what well, we actually didn't even mention him i call him beefcake freddy krueger Chops up. <laughs> Wait, he died. Well, no, it was like the the one of the monsters. He like chops that girl up in the first take. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying he died. I was like, nah, dude. Beefcake Freddy lives. <laughs> no. <laughs> to see you another day. To see a spinoff movie. Hey, I would like to see that. <laughs> um, I thought of Igor and Freddy had a kid. And I'm only counting Igor. That's good. Um, I'm only counting uh, kills that we actually like saw confirmed kills. Yeah. Beefcake Freddy Krueger chops a girl up. You got the pregnant girl, which counts as two. You got the gas station worker, <laughs> that guy driving the car, and then the brother and sister, which we will definitely talk about. But I want to know your favorite kill. Fuck, I'll be real. Um, I think my favorite kill would probably have to be, just because of how unexpected it was, I think maybe... 
I'm I'm tied, Jordan, because I want to say the gun scene because to be fair, that is like the the first that is the Promethean scene that like made that fucking iconic kind of almost plot twist and like horror tropes. But another one was just like the twins dying. Yeah. Like that really fucking got me. Genuinely, I was like, wow, really? You killed them. I was and it's fucked up to say that I'd be disappointed we uh, saw that kill off screen, but I 100% understand why we did. But I think out of the two, I'm going to have to go with the car drive-by scene. Okay. Just because it Cause really it, it's Yeah, like, to be fair, just, like, considering how it's a callback uh, from the Terrifier. Yeah. It's, well, it's just like, the Terrifier I, I is a callback to, like, to that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, for mine... What would be yours? Yeah. Yeah, mine would be... I, I would have to go, and we can kind of roll that into the ending just to talk about it too, is definitely the twins that like the fact that they mm-hmm. went for that is uh yeah pretty impressive i mean that is amazing that's so many and that's what you really get from a underground or indie movie is they're not afraid to go for it <laughs> and i yeah. love that they pull that shit like they pull the rug right from under your feet sometimes you would never see a mainstream like big studio movie do that and that's awesome mm-hmm. and it's not like that's what we want we want kids getting decapitated that's what we need but I mean, that's probably not what you want but. but that actually is something that breaks the mold like oh that's different that's dark like wow they went there it didn't have to be a happy ending yeah no i'll be real and definitely from that kill alone it like kind of took me like i i took a step back and i'm like wow dude like art as much as like i fucking love the guy He's just downright fucked up. Like he's just evil. Like, <laughs> like yeah, like, he's silly. He's got some good jokes, do. but like, come on, Art, that's kind of mean yeah, and rude. Dude, come on, that's just distasteful. Like, at least show us you sawing their head off. Like, like I thought you were about showing the art of it, and that was what your I name was you're based shit on. Shit in the face. <laughs> Go scat man on them. But no, you fucking damn, <laughs> fucking rip their heads off. Their, their poor little critter heads. But I will say, too, that I wasn't tied for the gun one. I was tied for, which we can start talking about the special effects, too, of it is the sawing off the head, which was definitely the most gruesome, I think. Yeah. I feel like, I think that might have been the most expensive scene, to be fair, in this whole movie. It was pretty gnarly. Yeah, just from the amount of, like, entrails and fucking, like, guts and shit. Or not even guts, but just the innards of his neck leaking out and blood. I think it looked good, too. Oh yeah, no it it's ageless almost to say. Yeah, it holds up. That's what you get with practical effects, man. They hold up. Yeah, no, for real. It's it just sucks that it's so like the further we go in the years, the like less and less it's used. Which I don't think we've given him enough credit really for the amount of practical effects he uses, which is awesome. He's like an old mm-hmm. school. I mean, he is a special effects guy first and foremost, so. Just for that alone, I feel bad for you to make fun of this movie because it's awesome. Yeah, dude, fuck you. <laughs> feel guilt. Feel guilt because I see now you're gonna feel awkward and like you. Yeah, you know, I want to take back what I said, bro. I don't want to because the acting is so bad. But I get that you can't be great mm-hmm. at everything, especially when you're doing writing, directing, special effects, like everything. So you can't yeah. be good at everything, and I think. It clearly in Terrifier, even though it's really good, it's still so bad in the acting because that's not really his thing and that's not what he's really concerned with. And I'm glad if you're going to skimp out on anything, yeah, skimp out on the acting, to be honest. Yeah. Over the other things. Almost any other element in a horror movie, like kills, 
the actual scare, the horror in it. Like you'd really, if you cheap out on one, the rest of it's just going to fall apart. Yeah, and I can forgive acting the most actually, as opposed mm. when for horror, <laughs> you know. Because to be fair, as much as like keep claiming it is, you could totally cop out and be like, yeah, it's purposeful. We're we're being a parody of other movies. Well, now you're like could. bad acting. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm still sticking my guns though. Like I, this one maybe not so much, but definitely the terrifier. Terrifier. Uh, it was like intentional line delivery like that. Like they chose no, dude, not so far. Really, they're just I little do. theater I actors. Do. They're not like actual actors in the sense that they've done anything. They're like mm-hmm. been in plays. Yeah. It's not intentional. Yeah. I can assure you that. But that is a nice that you grant them that. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, that's what I was trying to do. It's an act of kindness, not pity, Jordan. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't want to harp on it too bad because that is so awesome what they've done with this and Terrifier. And I hope Terrifier yeah. 2 keeps the same going. I don't need no CGI. Oh, I don't think he will. Um, just talk about some of the set design, too. I mean, Damien Leon really likes these industrial buildings. <laughs> and I'm pretty <laughs> sure, like, the first shot, that we we're talking about, like the opening of tape one down the tunnel with pipes and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's exactly where Terrifier was, like where you see the homeless cat lady down there. With yeah, the that tunnel. Yeah, 100. percent Yeah, with the pipes. I, I recognized that, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like, all right. I didn't look it up, but I have a theory that it's the property, at least owned by Long Island Cable, because Long Island mm-hmm. Cable was thanked in the Terrifier credits. Mm. and you have the same shot in between both. Um, You also have, like, inside the, quote, gas station. (laughs) Like, it doesn't really match the inside, but you have that same thing where it's, like, pipes in the hallways and stuff. It looks like that same building. I don't... Dude, I don't know why. When I saw her enter the the gas station, I... For some reason, like, I thought of The Shining because of how big the hallways were, like, how spacious it was for, like, a small gas station. It's like an industrial building. Like, probably yeah. a cable, like, uh, what would you call it? <laughs> like, yeah, like, in just industrial kind of plant or something like that. Like, and mm-hmm. he's doing it in an office that looks straight out of one of those and not a gas station. Yeah, the whole decapitation scene, was that a, in, like, a break room? Uh, yeah, it looked like an office to me. I thought I had a desk. Was it but... an office? Or I, yeah, I might just be, like, misremembering. I, I, I thought I saw, like, a microwave in the background, like, on the counter. I mean, it's clearly an office or break room of s- yeah. that building, though, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. He's got, he knows someone there at Long Island Cable. <laughs> He's uh, got connections. You also see the tape one. They're in, when she's at the uh, train station, it's called Realmsville Station. So I was wondering that you didn't see that. No, I don't think I saw the name of the station. Like it literally has realm in it, so that has, gives it like some kind of Freddy Krueger, like hell or purgatory. Because why is it called Realmsville? Like different realms, literally, and all those different monsters from the different realms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's something I mean, there. I can't wait to just look on Google Maps. Like it's just an actual place, Realmsville. <laughs> Realm, yeah, Realmsville, yeah. Long Island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was, I noticed, a grainy effect, too, on the gas station scene. I didn't notice it. I don't know if it was in other tapes, but it was. They did, like, the little almost, like, Snapchat filter VHS effect. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I I definitely saw it in the beginning of tape one. It, tape oh, okay. one kind of started off with it, and then, like, it kind of, like, nullified it a little bit, like, getting away from the obnoxious level. 
but yeah, no, I think tape one used it, and that's why like tape two is definitely a just like whoa, like hello. Like at, at first, I I don't know why the entire movie too. I just thought that it was gonna eventually go to like uh quote unquote like real time like reality, and like I thought uh Caroline or uh Catherine her character I thought it was like the friend of Sarah or something like that and then Sarah's gonna oh, watch like they're her friend all tied die. together yeah I mean, it's a small town you never know they might know each other so yeah maybe potentially and that's why I was like oh shit because it looks like higher quality no film grain no like filters it like almost looks better than outside of the tape they were just shot almost like uh, at least like five years Maybe seven years apart. <laughs> Five years apart. Yeah, so they were in kind of different technologies in a sense. They were from different ages. Shit, okay. I mean, believably, yeah, definitely. Uh, I do like when... Uh, was that the very end? Or is it the end of the third one? where she, uh, Yeah, where she's completely like delimbed. You know, that bot. Oh my God, yeah. I didn't even fucking bring up that part. Yeah. Dude. That was... But, wow. I mean, that was a fucked up scene. That was a fucked like, up scene. Yeah. I feel like that maybe would have been the whole split in two scene of that movie. Oh, yeah. I can maybe see that. that or the saw. Just... Well, oh, well, you know what? Actually, now thinking about it, the head decapitation might be more of uh, what was inspired for the split in half scene because of just the sheer amount of gore in it. Well, both of them are pretty damn gore. Yeah, both of them are fucked up. It arguably... The fucking amputee scene. Holy shit, dry. I almost completely forgot about that scene. Yeah, no, that was fucked up with all the writing and scarring on her body and shit. Well, I do have it in the special effects part because, I mean, yeah, it's practical effects, but you can clearly see her Her face is still pristine, so it's just her yeah. head is just poked through a hole in the table because it's oh, all yeah. moving. Like, it doesn't match. That's funny, <laughs> but it's not, like, egregious. It's just kind of obvious. Yeah, but wait, no, definitely. I mean, it wasn't anything hyper realistic, but nonetheless, yeah, no, it, that was also a really equally fucked up scene. Doesn't in this movie. he carve something in Terrifier as well? Am I misremembering that? Doesn't he carve uh, something in someone's no. skin? He doesn't carve anything into people, but he uses a scalpel and like stabs multiple times into like Tara's like ankle. Yeah, but he didn't write any words on anyone. I guess I'm misremembering that. No, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, cause Dawn, I think, was the girl that got split into. She was like in pristine condition; like she wasn't fucked with until, you know. Well, we don't know what you do with them after, so yeah. let's not make assumptions. <laughs> had to had to piss and shit. He was on. He was sitting on a cigar for that entire movie. There was a the one thing I thought was kind of corny, but there were some good practical effects in it. Was when they're running down. And the tape one when she's running down the long hallway. And it's that exact same hallway from Terrifier. And there's like a homeless guy with a cart. And he, oh. she's trying to get him to help her. And there's like some limbs moving, which I thought looked pretty good. But then he took, mm-hmm. he turns into like a skull face. Yeah. That's like, I don't know. But it wasn't bad. Like, I liked it. And it, that's why I think that's all like the, it's called Realmsville and the, People mm-hmm. are all like, you definitely feel the, feel the dread. Like, she's in some kind of hell or purgatory, I think. Oh, definitely, maybe, yeah. But the dread is real. It's The whole sequence, actually, is really dreadful. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. like, there's no escape. It Yeah, that's just like, 
I love that theme uh, for just All Hallows Eve and the Terrifier. Like, it, when you really look at it, dude, you're just fucked from the beginning. Like, you really can't survive it. And I wanted to bring up, too, um, in the third tape, uh, right when we get to the climax of the whole tape, uh, right before, I don't even know her name, but the, the main character of that gets kidnapped, she comes across a parked car with its emergency lights on and you see that like fucked up like lady oh like, yeah yeah i dude that almost kind of looked a little bit like uh the fucked up prosthetics of the terrifier when the interview yes it did for sure yeah that's yeah i, I had the same that thought i actually put that in my notes somewhere i was like wait is this somehow tied to the same story maybe well not even same story but more so like a like a homage to for sure uh just how good that effect was how scary the whole like face was how morbidly just i'm wondering if somebody probably like yeah an homage but i'm wondering if dang i can't find it in my notes but i'm wondering if you could somehow tie it because you could right because after that technically after terrifier He's going after her. You could almost say Terrifier's before this. In that sense. This movie's before Terrifier? After? No. I was going to say Terrifier might be before. You could say Terrifier's one. before because right after yeah. she escapes, kills the reporter, she's on the run. Art gets her mm. right after and then goes on this killing spree. That works. Damn. Okay. We should write That's pretty fucking good. Fiction. Yeah, no, that works, dude. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Boom, solved it. <laughs> there you go. And actually, yeah, a whole other thing, too. Uh, just, you know what? Actually, I'm going to save that for when we get to uh It actually does segment. make sense, because if you think about it, I'm sure everybody, all the Indiegogo people are like, what happened to that chick? We don't know, because you have no context. You're like, wait, what? It's yeah. just this terribly disfigured dead girl in the car, so. Well, she's not dead. She's still alive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, she, well, she's like barely alive though like she's gasping for air and shit but i'm guessing and, like everybody wanted to know what the story was yeah, well, like what was that holy shit that was fucking crazy that was good because and that's why he opens sense, that was kind it. of like a little bit of a jump scare just how scary like her face was yeah and he opens terrifier with that like here's the backstory of her and then rewind here's everything that happened i honestly think mm. that might have been intentional maybe i think don't, about you it know, i don't the know people, maybe actually the yeah, people because, who funded this movie loved it so much because of this movie. That's why they funded Terrifier. So many questions, so many things to explore. What's the biggest question of um, this movie besides, you know, who is Art the Clown, which they're not going to give you? It's what happened to that girl? Yeah. Like, what happened to this off-screen character? Like, we literally see her. Jesus. Yeah. Maybe. It makes it a lot more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, just some tidbits I covered. Most of them just like kind of behind the scenes stuff. Uh, I do want to give more context. I don't know why I didn't include this earlier. Just like here's the full synopsis. It makes more sense that obviously Damien Leone created the character of Art the Clown, who was first featured in the short film The Ninth Circle. That's the first one. Mm-hmm. I And his first short. Uh, he wrote and directed it. That short was filmed on 35 millimeter in 2006 and premiered at the Backseat Film Festival in 2008. Then he wrote and directed Terrifier, the short film featuring art, and that was released in 2011. 
and the All Hallows Eve producer, Jesse Baggett, viewed the Terrifier short on YouTube, and he wanted to include it in an anthology film with shorts by other filmmakers. And mm. Damien Leone said, I wasn't having that. I talked him into letting me shoot everything. He was totally cool with it and allowed me to write more and use the two shorts I had already made to create a whole cohesive film. So these are all three shorts he made and just put the producer let him put it all in one movie. Um, I would kind of be curious though, like it does remind me of the Masters of Horror TV show where it's just all different directors. There are a lot more established ones, but it would have been cool to see like an All Hallows Eve with all each short was yeah, I, I'd be really curious. I'm, I'm actually curious, yeah, to see what they would pair up with Art the Clown. Well, it could be anything. Because I feel like, if anything, you compare him to, like... You don't even you know, have to not it. Not to, like, downplay anybody else's creations, but definitely you got a, you got a high... Uh, oh, you got high a high bar, bar. To reach. Yeah, but you don't have to pair... That's why I love anthologies, and there's not too many good ones, but I love them because you just get quick hitters Variety. that are awesome, and you don't even need that backstory. Charcuterie board. Of killers. A what? A charcuterie board of killers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah no, so that that is interesting. Kind of like a little bit of a Candyman in a sense, how he would have been a part of an anthology. It would have been definitely interesting to see Art the Clown involved in an anthology just to like get a read for the type of like themes that they would all maybe share or just have differently from one another. Well, so the Ninth Circle... I guess did have additional footage that was not included mm. in the original short for film. So I guess some of that was shot. So there must've been some of that dungeon stuff, I'm guessing. Uh, Maybe. And Terrifier, like we said, that's the film's third segment. In regards to the film's second segment, Damien Leone stated, a lot of people asked me why we didn't do another Art the Clown story. And I felt if I gave people another 15 or 20 minutes of him killing someone, it would take away from the impact of Terrifier. He originally intended for the alien in the second segment to be created using puppetry. But due to time and budgetary constraints, the alien was portrayed by actor Brandon Despain in a costume. And Brandon Despain, this is another um, reason for us to see it. He plays the mummy in Frankenstein vs. the Mummy. Dude, I'm telling you, man. Gosh, we might have to do Brandon killed it in this and... He's going to kill it in Frankenstein versus the mummy. Put it on the docket, dude. We got to do Frankenstein versus the mummy. Fuck, yeah. I mean, and we like Damien Leone, right? I do. Oh, yeah, obviously. I mean, shit. The guy is clearly talented in everything he does. So he's got a perfect track record so far. No harm done. No, just that terrible acting. (laughs) I I mean, can't win them all, dude. So it's time to maybe pick apart some of the holes we might have found and see, you know, what's wrong. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's got to mm. run its course. No, not like this. Not like this. I see it. This is wrong. Nothing I can do. It's got to run its course now. Definitely my worst transition yet. <laughs> Yeah, pretty rough, dude. Probably should have mentioned. We can re-record that after. We could have mentioned that. We're definitely trying to split it out into segments. Uh, This is our first try. It's uh, allow us some some wiggle room. 
Yeah, allow me some wiggle room for that fucking stellar opening. Well, I was gonna say you you did the opening so bad that I can't really screw it up. So that's nice. I appreciate you giving me that. You know, well, cushion. I don't know. It's pretty embarrassing, dude. <laughs> that segment four is really disappointed right now. Oh, uh, it's got to run its course. <laughs> no, no, like so. It's just some plot holes, I guess you could say, or some continuity issues. This is a, a goof. I didn't necessarily catch this. I saw this on IMDb. At about the one hour, 16 minute mark, the babysitter sees herself in the television as well as Art. Oh, yeah, dude, I fully remember that. What? Yeah, I fully remember that. An hour and 16 minutes in. Yeah. Yep. So the babysitter sees herself in the television as well as Art the Clown. She turns around away from the TV and we can see in the mirror she is now facing that the TV is off. When she turns back, the TV is still on. Which I can't believe I didn't re- realize that in the moment. Yeah. But it was so good, I didn't care. Yeah, I mean, because your attention was on her the whole time, you know? Yeah, and I love that. Well, we'll definitely talk about the ending soon. I love that mm-hmm. part. Um, what, This is my notes. When the alien is pulling Caroline by the legs, you're viewing it from the back, him pulling her, and you can tell he's wearing a black belt on his pants. Like, <laughs> he's just wearing, like, oh, really? black pants with a belt. On. Yeah, like... So I did not see that. He's too human. <laughs> We kind of pulled this, uh, I mean, from a, I guess you could just say, plot hole or character hole. Like, why does Art need to drive a car if he can just teleport? I'll be real. I think that's, that's just in his, like... I knew you'd be an again, apologist, Again, it's just in dude. character to fuck with you. I knew like, you'd apologize for that shit. What? <laughs> Need me you to can't fuck say a bad word about Art, can you? What do you mean? No, that that's his whole fucking shtick. He's he, to drive. Literally, dude. Literally, he can he can fucking insta kill you like that. He can just end your life. No, he does it to fuck with you. That whole car scene, he's like toying with you. He's like he's pulling a fucking Freddy on you. That's a real cop out. But all right, I give it to you. Real cop out, dude. You just, dude, you watch. I'll allow it. You watch. Oh, uh, any kind of holes or anything you found with that? Uh, to be fair, you were just too infatuated. Uh, I was too immersed. <laughs> I was too immersed, man. No, I didn't really find any like continuity errors in like story because it was kind of just short and sweet. To be fair, um, yeah, I I'll be real. I did not catch any of like the whole uh, goofs in this. Well, yeah, plot hole wise and continuity, I, I I didn't really catch anything. I'll be honest. Okay, I mean we did mention a lot of the tropes too i know one we didn't mention was uh just the classic uh beefcake freddy the vhs again when beefcake freddy swings that blade and the girl dodges it and it perfectly breaks her chain she's attached to mm-hmm. i'm like all right any other uh yeah. tropes you wanted to mention yeah when fucking sarah she like sends the kids to bed it's a fucked up movie and she's like I guess I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> I was I'm down to get fucking destroyed. I was more butthurt about her turning off Night of the Living Dead for that movie. Yeah, I know, right? Come on. <laughs> Sarah's got no taste. Backs. Well, I don't know. It would be kind of cool to see some. That would be actually be really creepy and cool if you did just find a random, like, unlabeled VHS and it's, like, creepy shit on it. Dude, that that's where you're gonna find like actual fucking smut and shit. Yeah, it could straight up be like a snuff film. Oh fuck, I meant snuff. God damn it. Yeah, my bad. Well, smut. I mean, I was like, well, yeah, 
corn. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I meant more so of, yeah, like literal just like execution porn and shit. You were like, like oh, you could see some naked ladies or something. A pair of tits is a pair of tits, bro. I mean, so what if she's 12 and dead? <laughs> wow. Let's, <laughs> I, let's finally mention the ending. Um, what do you think? Well, yeah, speaking of 12 and dead. <laughs> wow. Like, actually, wow. Um, Keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, a bit. You know, Jordan, you got some fucking notes to take for my segues, dude. Oof. You got a lot to learn, doggy. <laughs> Nah, dude, this ending, honest to God, like, it was pretty fucking crazy. Um, I don't know why, but I had a gut feeling that Sarah wasn't going to die, but I had no fucking, like, I had no expectations for, like, the kids to die, or at least in that manner. Like, wow. Like, I thought she was fucking done when uh, Art, like, was, like, coming out through the TV and shit, like, banging on, like television and like she's going upstairs racing now really quickly right before we i mean since we're already talking about it what the fuck was that like was that the alien mask that was like like around the corner when she like looks to like check on the stairs i don't think i could see yeah i didn't i didn't catch that i I didn't go back and look at it i feel like it was so fast i feel like i tried too i didn't actually see if it was anything but it might have been yeah no the Either way, it was just like a black shape, like, yeah, just some kind of like silhouette or whatever. But yeah, no, dude, that ending, it, what a way to fucking cap off this movie. Yeah, um, I did like the TV scene, Uh, like I mean, that and that put such a, like, what an ending to make it. Like, man, that's a, uh, I guess, a a pretty brutal film when you think about it. Like, yeah, with a happy ending, it could have. They really could have botched it, but dang, man. When you think of it all in context, like, this is brutal. And what's even more fucked is that, I mean, really, the fucking beginning of the movie, or not even beginning, but the middle part of the movie kind of fucking sprinkles in that foreshadow of that fucking closet. Oh. Oh, when, when they keep uh, looking at it? When she keeps... Yeah, she's, like, scared, and she's like, I think something's in my closet. Is that where they end up? No, no, they're on the bed because she goes into Timmy's room. But no, like, I mean, Art was probably there chilling the whole time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that fight, it's really fucked up because it's like, damn, he was in the house the whole time probably. Wow. And that's like another thing too, uh, to kind of, for a weird way to put it, that like omnipotence to him, he definitely had Candyman vibes too at the end. Like, he, you could see him through, like, the television, which is basically, like, a reflection. And, like, she'd look back and he's not there, but he's in the recording of herself. But that's just art clowning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. Nice, There's dude. no point to him doing any of that stuff. True. But just clowning. But it it is definitely a, a, a very creepy, cool factor of, like, how he's kind of creeping up on her. Yeah. And, like, she's kind of helpless and, like, all she can fucking do is just watch him. I really like Get closer. that. But uh, it, it's weird because uh, when we get to that whole, like right before we get to the reveal that the kids are dead, um, is it, I, I, I don't remember if it was like fucked up carnival music or like laughing because he, uh, he doesn't make any sound, which I fucking respect. <laughs> respect. Like, from both parts. He does his mind yeah, work dude. again though. He does it in the TV. He does like the hands on the box. He's, he yeah. So that mime thing, like that makes sense why 
for Terrifier, he went out and found an actual guy who does buying work. Yeah, actually, I'm sorry to So is he not a clown one, then? Is he just a mime? With clown, there's like his second class. What's that called when like RPGs, like your subclass is clown? <laughs> He's a Main mime. class clown, subclass mime. <laughs> He's a mime Damn, we should, we should have went back on that uh, fucking segment too, man. Yeah. Really should have started cracking down his RPG <laughs> class. We could make that a piece of set. segment. Oh, absolutely. What is it? What's it called? Like they're... Uh, yeah, no, his, his class is clown, subclass <laughs> is mime. Well, no, I thought it was his class was mime. No, 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 because like, I'm, I'm doing like D&D terms, dude. I'm doing like uh, your your first, your class is clown. Right. And then your subclass would be mime. But you think he's more you clown really than mime? You could be like, yeah, he's a, he's a <laughs> fucking sorcerer, subclass mime. Do you think he's more clown than mime or more mime than clown? He's more clown than mime, dude. Because yeah, sure, mimes can clown on you, <laughs> but 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 like he he's clowning on a whole other level. But here's the thing that sucks. If you even subclass, that sucks. If you subclass in mime, you still can't speak. It's like having well, no, monk. no 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 because you're like your clown. You go into subclass. I guess you take away your your speaking ability. You like you like lose some points in a uh, charisma. That sucks. But you, no, he's got charisma though. All those jokes and got, the gags yeah. and. The, you just can't talk, so you don't have that like, like dis- diplomacy. You know, you can't. That's. I, I, I guess you're right. Yeah, no, that language barrier almost. Isn't that like monks and stuff? Like they can only fight with their hands. So, like if you're subclass, no, no they they can fight with like martial weapons. Okay. Uh, they they don't have any. Well, uh, dude, that's a big drawback. If you want to fucking go into D and D, that's like a whole <laughs> other. That's a can of worms. There's so much shit you can do in D and D. Just no, think like, about that. What art does. This is this is my game theory on him, dude. This is now we're gonna get into the game theory segment real quick. Unofficial okay. fucking segue. Yeah, no, dude. He fucking specked into sorcerer. He's a shit and piss sorcerer. For, fourth level, he multi class. Talking about his spells, dude. Those are his spells, man. Shit storm. Those are his spells. He can fucking he can mist walk, which is teleport. He can fucking no clip. Writing in the shit. Writing in the shit. No, that's a projectile based <laughs> attack. Uses one spell slot, level one. <laughs> He's got fucking <laughs> level one, dude. I don't know the way he tore no, it up. Yeah, it's level one. He can cast that for three times per short per rest. rest. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Per long rest. I'm sorry. Per long rest. I gotta, I gotta like you know manage his fucking. <laughs> I gotta manage his uh his build. You know he can't be too busted. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. <laughs> Art the clown. That dude's got a crazy fucking character sheet. Yeah, insane. But people don't talk but, uh, about that drawback of that sub that subclass, man. No talking. Yeah, no. Nah, you you call that a drawback? But bro, he's proficient in stealth and performance checks, <laughs> dude. Like, they're literally the only thing he can't do is persuasion. True. He can't persuade. He's just brute force. He's. <laughs> He's a fucking, you know what, dude? He's a shit and piss barbarian, <laughs> subclassed into sorcerer. Can you be a barbarian sorcerer? Yeah. All right. You can, dude, you can multi-class into anything in D&D. Okay. In, in rule five, at least, in 5e. Okay. I'm loving this bit. <laughs> dude. Oh, my God. We, You know what? Honestly, we should make a segment for me where I fucking build yes. the class that the killer would be. Yeah. That's dope as Killer fuck. build. Yeah. You're a fucking genius. You just turned this episode around, Jordan. <laughs> I just Holy put two shit. Words and I thought this is going in the shitter. <laughs> oh. But uh I will say <laughs> getting getting off that segue, getting off that bit. Uh new new uh interjected segue. We're going back to segment four. 
uh dude that fucking effect where uh art uses his second level spell of teleport um <laughs> behind the pole in the like basement like cellar you know like he kind of first oh. appears oh are you talking about dude. the credits no, no, oh. no. Uh, but they they use it though before the credits. It's the same scene. Yeah, from extended. the beginning. Yeah, the beginning. That's like, awesome. Uh, right before the like, right after the third tape ends, and like it's all static, and then you get that cellar scene, and he fucking peeks his head out of like a thin pipe. Yes, dude. That's what that I think was fucking good. When I think of that if was, I was scary when I was ten, that would have kept me up. That that was genuinely chilling. Yeah, like that was like actually pretty fucking good. I was like, oh, like dude, yeah, oh fuck that, like holy shit, that's fucking. How about good. the credits though? Too, that's kind of like credits were good. No, they were really good. I really liked the credits. It was like an extended version of what we saw. That was pretty fucked. That up. was super disturbing because he's doing the same thing when he was coming to you almost. Yeah, yeah he's doing it to you. Sarah. That he did. That is really effective, man. I'll be real. Seeing that in the credits, I'm like. It was disturbing, but I saw it more of like, oh, dude, like, I respect this actor so much. Like, holy shit, dude, Mike, Mike is fucking crazy talented. Like, you're on a first name, good braces? fucking job on the character. What's you're it? on a first name basis? Yeah, dude. That's, we don't even know Love art that, like that. To be calling him art, he'd probably prefer like Mister Terrifier or something. I don't know, man. I I feel like yeah. Would you refer him as like? <laughs> Like, you know, Mr. Art or, like, Mr. Clown. Mr. Art like, sounds like think, we're 10, though. Like, like Art the Clown literally sounds like a fucking level 20 final boss in, like, a full-fledged campaign. Do you think it's all because when he was a kid they called him Art the Fart and it just broke him? <laughs> like, he's so rage-filled since those he's, days. Well, he's so shit-filled. <laughs> he No, you know what he did? Bro, he took Art the Fart... He, he took that title, flipped it around. He became Art the Shart, <laughs> and then Art the Shart turned into Art the Clown. That's how you own it. You got to turn it back on him. Yeah, no, bro. Because here's the fucking heavy hitter. Here's where it really fucking hits home, dude. Hit him with it. You know, you, he's called the clown, but you're the one getting clowned on. <laughs> you're getting fucking clowned on hard. Who's laughing now? Yeah, who's laughing now? Bro, people think Joker is so cool and edgy and badass, dude. Uh, have you met Art the Clown? Have you met Art the Shart? <laughs> or shall I refer to him as the Clown the Clown Prince of Crime? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Like The Clown Prince of Mime. The, you know, dude. Fuck me, Jordan. We are Terrifier 2 is gonna be so fucking hype. Dude, we got multiple things to um see because there's also I forgot to mention there's All Hallows Eve two. What? Yeah. If what year is it? Twenty fifteen? I want to say. Wait. Whoa. Hold on. Yeah, dude. There's a really. There's a All Hallows Eve two, and I definitely have not seen that. What and the fuck? I w- How did I not see it when looking up the first movie? So it's a All Hallows Eve 2 is a standalone anthology film from Ru- Ruthless Pictures, same producer, director, Jesse Baggett, containing nine story segments, each with a different director. Oh, they did what I was saying <laughs> I wanted to see. It was released on VOD and digital on October 6, 2015 and had a DVD release on February 2016. I would like to see that because I was just saying I wish they would have done that just out of curiosity and it's already there. Oh, you know what? Yeah, just briefly looking it up, dude. Holy shit. Uh, 
I could totally see where you're mistaking Trick or Treat for All Hallows Eve. What, just like the marketing? Uh, or It's really the anthology, too. Because it's hard no, to I was remember. gonna say through the anthology you see like a dude with like a similar looking pumpkin mask. Yeah, and it's a hard when you, there's anthologies. There's so many stories you forget which ones came yeah. from which. I'm adding these to Fuck. our list, dude. Yeah, at some point, Hollow's Eve two, because that doesn't even touch on any of this. So, yeah, it's still interesting. That's super cool. Then, yeah, I guess we can have like a little bit of a headcanon anthology connected to Art the Clown, what they wanted to include him in, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I guess, yeah, just going back to the ending. I mean, I guess this already has a sequel. Now, I guess for the sequel, are you happy that uh, it's actually an anthology with different characters? Or maybe would you have liked to see an art make a little bit of a cameo in this? I think uh, we got the best of both worlds. Is I mean, I haven't seen all Hollow's Eve 2, but we got the anthology that sounded interesting. And then we got our, our own Terrifier movie. I mean, our own Art the Fart, the Shart movie. That's amazing. It's Art the Clown now, dude. You know, like Snoop Dogg and Snoop Lion? Oh. Art the Shark turned into Art the Clown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what well, it is. No, but that's cool, though. Yeah, that's actually really fucking dope. Uh, I'm not even going to be mad that uh, the sequel to All Hallows Eve is just the anthology of other characters. Because, you know, like, fuck it. It's good to not overly just promote one character. Like, I feel like, especially with Art, through the entirety of this film, dude, he's just used when he's needed and that's all you need to do like don't overuse him for every scene well i hate to do it to him but it is time to send him back to whatever hell he came from all right can't you stop this can't you call it off nothing can call it off but i'm gonna send it back to whatever hell it come from all right, going into the ratings, Rotten Tomatoes has a 33% for the audience. No rating on the tomato meter, like the critics. Um, I don't even Damn. think, I don't know what is going on with Rotten Tomatoes in this. Like, it doesn't even have the info because it has the runtime listed over two hours. Like, it doesn't even have the right movie. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Do you think they're including the second one as well? No, they have no idea what they're talking about. There's barely any reviews or anything on it. Um, IMDb rating is surprisingly pretty high, though. It's 5.1. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think people have a really deep reverence and love for this. People will know about it. Hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely. I mean, they paid there's for a it. lot to love here. Not a lot to like criticize, really. If like you find it on a whim and you're just like, wow. Yeah, I still think. I don't know. I don't. I feel having the context of Terrifier helps almost. I don't regret going that route, just because you it makes you more interested to learn about like where it came from and stuff. I don't know if you would seek out more information after just if you just came across All Hallows Eve and like to start looking up like oh wait they made another movie Terrifier like I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, just imagine, like, you kind of see this cool concept of, like, a character, and you're like, oh, shit, they're making a movie all about him? Yeah, but you would have to like All Hallows Eve enough to look it up after, if you just happen to come across it randomly. True, true. I mean, if you're that kind of person, though, too, to kind of stumble around, like, indie movies. Yeah. Like, I feel like Terrifier would kind of come up on your radar and be like, huh, what the fuck? Haven't I seen this before? Right. 
Well, uh, either way, I get what you're saying though. Yeah, definitely. I feel like the route we took was probably the more, uh, I guess. I don't want to say pleasurable. That's a weird word. <laughs> pleasurable. To use. All right, Art. Pleasurable. What's what's your rating, dude? How about that? Ah, <sighs> great, dude. We're getting to this bit already. Um, you <laughs> know, uh, as much as I do like this film a lot more than you do, supposedly, um. I definitely, and it it's not fair to say that, oh, it's not as good as The Terrifier, because, I mean, The Terrifier was clearly after all this, and The Terrifier was more of, like, a love letter to this. So I definitely got to give it the respect that it does have for basically making a movie that we both really, really liked uh, in spite of that. So I think I would give this about... I'll give it a five and a half, five point five out of ten. Um the reasons why it's like not as high, and I don't want to say it's because of how good the terrifier is, but just how oh, fuck, I don't want to back myself into a corner here because I like it, but definitely Mmm, fuck. Jordan, I'm, this is I hard mean, to that's explain, high dude. though. I I'm actually surprised. That's pretty high. That's a high rating, so it yeah. should. I mean, what would you what would you give it? We got to work together on this one, dude, because I kind of fucked myself. Honestly, I like it. This happens a lot. Maybe just because we talk about it so much. But actually, I could kind of pull things apart. The more what was the one episode we did where I started really pulling it apart, and I feel like my rating can sometimes go down. But with this one, learning about it definitely goes up. Gets it higher, higher. Yeah. yeah. But I'm sitting it at a three point five. <laughs> I don't think that's terrible though. Three point five out of ten, dude. Yeah. That's a 35% approval rating, dude. And I forgot what I gave. Um, you gave it like a 6 point like 1 or something. That's like literally half of what you rated. But I don't terrifier. dislike this. It's just rough. It's really rudimentary. You know, it's the beginning of his entire, I think it's, it's his first movie because all the rest were just short films of like these little ideas. And you could tell they're just like these little short films that are cool, like interesting ideas. Like, cool, I'd watch a YouTube little short. Oh, that's awesome. But it doesn't have the the strength for a movie just mm-hmm. yet. And okay. it totally broke off into the Terrifier. There's a lot. The one thing I loved about Terrifier and why it was such a high rating for me is it was just straight just gnarly the whole time like it's in it straight to the point. no fluff it, this movie had a lot yeah. of fluff because all it was was three shorts with basically fluff around it for the most part um it gives you respect though i will say i mean especially on the indie level i mean it gives you respect for how hard it is to actually create an hour and a half long horror movie um this one and terrifier both don't reach an hour and a half which is fine but it gives when you take into account how much fluff there is around it with the shorts, I mean, it gives you respect for how long an hour and a half really is and why a lot of times you don't need more than an hour and a half for a horror movie because a lot of it just is fluff. Um, but when you're an hour and a half and you have fluff, um, but even though we might have roasted a little bit, I definitely respect the effort, the indie underground, all that. And that doesn't mean that I think I could make a better movie than this <laughs> either. <laughs> I hope that makes it clear. And I don't think 3.5 is that low. I mean, it is, but it isn't. When you look at it mathematically, it feels low, but definitely on like an appreciation scale. Yeah. It's kind of like zero would be, I just don't like, there's nothing to like about it, but you're only going up from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
exactly. I could see like that's kind of your skill. Yeah, yeah. Like you kind of go up from exactly. Yeah, I would agree with that. That makes sense. Yeah. So I think yeah, and for my five and a half, uh, because I don't want to base the rating on purely just saying how oh this movie is what created the Terrifier and what you know was the beginning of like all the things we loved about it. You're just a fanboy. But I will say though that. Honestly, um, what this movie does do that I like is, and this, this is kind of the difference in opinion, I do like the different tapes and the segments because, strangely enough, for being the first movie in this kind of order, uh, it definitely sprinkles in, you know, very, like, metaphorical, like, teases of, like, what art is. And for as much as, like, we thought this movie wouldn't really involve art, I feel like this is a strangely weird origin movie of art where you i mean obviously it's his first appearance well not first but you know cinematically saying or theatrically speaking it is his first appearance so uh that's i feel like he definitely makes a good impression in this movie that's part of why mine's on the lower end though is because you like you're as a movie alone well you're giving it this thing though like what you were taking is metaphorical and stuff Mm-hmm. I'm not taking that. It seems like there's they're just trying to make like a scary movie, cool scary movie. So he's just throwing stuff in there. Like it doesn't really have any bearing. And I know that. And that's cool. I like that it's vague, but it really just feels like a bunch of stuff <laughs> thrown in there. Thrown in altogether. Yeah. I guess I will say though that my score probably just comes purely from uh, Mike Gianelli and then Brandon Despain. Though those two guys, I feel like, or at least Mike Gianelli. He definitely carried this movie I want, for I, just portraying art. I wish they would have just made it a 40-minute movie. I probably would have added it at a five if they didn't have that alien bit in there. I don't know. I, you know what? I understand, but I kind of I like the alien bit. And also, like you can't just, even though I'm glad they excelled in other places where the acting was atrocious, but you still have to count that in. I still have to count in the story. There really isn't one. Like I have to count yeah. all these things in there. Character development, etc., and you know none of those things exist. So Void. I think I gave yeah. it a fair rating from my perspective. Um, I'm not like oh, I probably could have given it a higher. I think for me, it exists right where it is, but it's still watchable mm-hmm. and still good. Yeah, well said. Yeah, a house of a thousand horrors. Does it make it in? Hmm. Now this is the thing, Jordan. Dude, you know, like you said and like how I feel, so much respect for this movie, right? Because it is genuinely the the first time we see Art the Clown and see him in action. But do you think that that would really carry him to the House of Horrors, (laughs) that character alone? Do I think it? I mean, bro, Art the Shark turned that title to Art the Clown, like... He's been grinding for a while in this game. Um, what do you think? But I'll be real. Realistically speaking, though, like Jordan, you do have points, though. Like as a movie standalone, we can't just—I I can't just base my opinion on it on Terrifier, because you know clearly that was after the fact that this was made. Um, I respect it heavily, um, but I mean, as you said, yeah, like as a movie, it doesn't. But yes really... or no? <laughs> also, what are you saying? Yes, it does, or it doesn't. I'm gonna I'm gonna say no, dude. Okay, that's what I was like. I don't know if you're no. saying yes or no. I do not no, think so like, either. 
Yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to. You're like the trying to be a real fanboy about it. Like you could say, no, nah, man, it's- dude, I don't want him on my shit and piss list. I don't want to be on his shit and piss list. <laughs> and there dude. it comes back to it. I knew it. You are scared. I am. Well, yeah, dude. <laughs> Would you not be fucking scared of Whiteface bombing your bathroom and then rolling up with a fucking? <laughs> black trash bag i would be well i don't know because i would i would bet at that gas station you know probably on just some random highway i bet some of those truckers you know that eat those gas station burritos they could give him a real run for his money on blowing up that bathroom so you know we, but our, we didn't see the damage ain't about that dude he ain't about that trucker life we did not see the damage in that bathroom so i can't i can't comment on that i'm not giving him that much credit <laughs> Is he the Mike Myers of blowing up the bathroom, or is he just like the whatever, you know, the the random (laughs) low-budget indie horror pooper? (laughs) We don't know. We don't know. We really don't know, dude. That's why we need a prequel to the prequel. Who is Art the Shark? What them sharks look like? That's what Terrifier 2 is going to be. It's going to be a fucking prequel about how he changed shit to gold. (laughs) He's the Midas. He is <laughs> the Midas of success. Well, I think we, we we did a good little run on this movie. I think we really broke it down, and I think we gave it the credit it deserved. Yeah. No, definitely. And nothing dude. more. <sighs> yep. Um, <laughs> I do want to mention that, because I always forget. I feel like I remembered last time, too, though, to um, feel free. You always remember to say that you almost forget. Exactly. Like, that has been going on for three. I mean, it's good, three though. Three in a row. Keep them. <laughs> well, I'm only saying I always forget because I forgot for like the first 10. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's right, dude. We're making it up now. If you could Relief. email us at, well, let me, you don't have to email us. You could email us at house. No, you have to. Uh-oh. Dude, don't, don't be submissive, Jordan. Let me, Look at let that. Let me say the damn email before I forget it. House <laughs> of 1000, the number, horrors at gmail.com. And leave us a five-star review while you're at it. Maybe one day we'll get social media, but it ain't going to be because I made it. Well said, well said. <laughs> Should I give you the golf clap? Or? Sorry, I was like trying to also uh, manage eBay. I won a sealed pumpkin head VHS, which is pretty cool. All right, you're not, you're not watching any VHSs at my house anymore. Good, dude. Good riddance. Nah, bro, I'm all about that uh, Blu-ray, that that the new age way to wow, watch movies. you would, dude. If it's 480p or lower, I'm not watching it. <laughs> bro, that's how you get that real snuff film effect, man. Watch Texas True. Chainsaw. That's how you can get away with a lot of practical effects. That too, but also watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre from, you know, late 80s or, or early 80s. You'll be... Well, you'll be, Dude, if you're scared of this movie, I can't even imagine. Yeah. <laughs> well... Speaking about terrifying resolutions, uh, let me tell you something. Uh, for our next episode, we're going to be covering something with about the same amount of quality as 480p. Uh, we're going to be watching the Slenderman movie. Oh, joy. I know nothing about and, it. So. And check this out, Jordan. Get ready to get a second pair of pants because you're going to be shitting yourself after this. We got a fucking guest appearance coming in for this next Bruh, episode. I don't even know why you're teasing it because how many times have we teased it now we have it happened. <laughs> Dude, bro, you said eventually. I'm scared, but okay. We might have a guest. We're definitely watching Slenderman. No, we are having a guest and it's going to be Slenderman. And I'll tell you I'll tell you what right now, Jordan. It's going to be in person. It's going to be live. I don't think any of us have seen this movie.
No. Uh, I've heard many, 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 many things of this. Well, until next time. Yeah. Peace, guys. See you later. Alligator.